host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about whether or not our prayers are heard in the spirit world or if they even make any difference. Okay. now before you switch off, okay, I promise I'm not here to get you all on your knees praying to God. Okay, but I do believe that we all send up a little prayer from time to time. Okay. And a prayer is usually defined as a spiritual communication with God or an object of worship. But that doesn't mean that we have to be praying to God, okay? Whichever God or, you know, spirit that you believe in, okay? I mean, I've often sent a little prayer up to my loved ones to help me with whatever I've got going on in spirit, okay? Like, especially my granddad, you know, for example, I'd say, you know, granddad, I don't know what to do about this or whatever. Could you give me a sign that I'm making the right decision? I mean, that's a prayer in itself. okay? but did you ever wonder when you're doing that? Did you ever wonder if anyone actually hears your prayers? okay, or if they're ever answered? Like if I ask someone to watch over a loved one while they're sick, for example, okay. When my loved one here then gets better, you know, are they getting better because I prayed or because the doctors did a great job? Okay. I mean, like I have a son here who has exams coming up in the next few weeks and I'll surely be sending out a few prayers to whomever is going to listen to me and I'll be asking for him to do well. So if he does well, does that mean that someone has heard me? Or does it just mean that he studied? Okay, if he doesn't do well, does that mean that nobody is listening or that he didn't actually study? Okay, so these are things, you know, that go through our heads all the time. Am I making any difference? So today's question is, you know, to pray or not to pray? That is the question. Okay, and firstly, I should point out that it does no harm. Okay. At the very least, you are attracting positive energy to you. And we've spoken about this before. when We've talked about the law of attraction or the power of positive thinking. Okay, at least if you're praying, you're actually saying, you're speaking about whether you're saying it louder, you're thinking about exactly what it is that you want. And therefore, you're attracting that positive energy to you. Okay. But I will say that there is some real compelling evidence out there that that sending prayers up, you know, that they do work. Okay. Um, So first of all, if we think about mediumship, okay, I'm a medium. So what better evidence can you have than your loved one that your loved ones have heard your prayers? Okay. 
than by them acknowledging that to you directly. And from my personal experience, that happens quite often in readings, where spirit acknowledge that, acknowledges that someone has been praying for them or praying to them or even just talking to them. Okay, I use the word prayer, but for you, that might be just talking to them, thinking about them, you know, asking them for guidance or whatever, or just asking them to be with you. Those are all prayers. Okay. Now, okay, I can almost hear you say it. Okay, and I totally get it. It would be so easy for any medium, okay, myself included, to guess that someone has been sending up prayers to someone or for someone. But when Spirit acknowledges the exact details of what you've been asking them for, then you know that your prayer was heard, okay? And Spirit have even been known to acknowledge where you were when you were praying, what you were doing when you were praying or when you were talking to them or whatever, or what's going on around you, okay? So that is evidence in itself that, you know, if they're coming through and telling me or any medium, well, you know, I heard her asking me to help her find her engagement ring or whatever it might have been. OK, but when they acknowledge that through a third party, I mean, that's great evidence. And, you know, I always think of this one. Um, I did a reading a few years ago for a lady whose son is unfortunately in spirit. OK, and her son actually came through. She was due to be here at whatever time. But her son came through in the middle of the reading before his mother's reading. OK, so it was the reading before her reading. So when she eventually did come in for her reading, I was immediately able to tell her, you know, all the details about her son, the details about his passing. And I was able to tell her that her son was here, you know, a half an hour early. And she took to laugh, OK? because her son was always late when he was alive. But on the morning of the reading, she went to visit his grave and she asked him to be on time that day because obviously she had a time slot booked with me. So her son being smart, as sons tend to be, he came through early specifically so that she would know that he had heard her prayer. So it wasn't an accident that he happened to come through in the middle of the reading before. It was another piece of evidence for her that he heard her talking to him. He heard her asking for him to be on time. He heard, okay, and he knew that what she was asking him, why she was asking and all the rest, okay? Now, another piece of evidence we have is um, you can look at this both ways. We can talk and I think they're you know similar enough to put them together. Near death experiences or out of body experiences. OK, now we've covered near death experience in previous episodes and out of body experiences are similar, but they don't occur after trauma. It's normally when someone is aware of their spirit traveling outside their body while they're sleeping or while they're resting. OK, now this is a whole topic in itself, which I might cover in a future episode. But I suppose when we talk about near death experiences and out of body experiences, it's just different ways of people being aware of their spirit or their soul leaving their body. OK, 
And I have read many, many testimonies from people who have experienced either a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience. And many of them acknowledge that when they were visiting the spirit world, they could see the prayers from Earth floating upwards. You know, like little stars, little stars or um, some people have um, have described them as being little bubbles of light, you know, that they're kind of floating up. But, you know, a lot of these people, they talk when they talk about it, they describe the prayers as, you know, coming upwards, but that they actually find the person that they're meant for. So they don't just float upwards and float around meaninglessly. Is that even a word? But, um, you know, the prayers are sent up with intention and they find the person that they are intended for. Okay, so if you listen to episode 83 of the podcast, okay, in that episode, I spoke to a lady called Nicole Kerr and she um, described her near death experience to us. So if you haven't listened to it, if you haven't heard it before, I will include the link in the description box attached uh, to this podcast here. But in short, Nicole was pronounced dead after a car crash when she was just 19 years old. And during her experience, she was greeted by some angels who told her that they need her to bring back a message to us here on Earth. And that message was that we need to ask them for what we need. That because we have free will, you know, angels and spirit, they're not allowed to just interfere with our lives like we're, you know, a game of chess for them. And they can't assume what's best for us. We need to ask them for the help that we want and the outcome that we want, okay? So basically, if you think about it, in effect, they were asking us to pray to them. And not only that, but they were acknowledging that they are listening to us. And I think that's even a bigger one to know that there's someone on the other end listening, okay? And, you know, finally, I guess, I mean, there's many other ways that we can talk about, but the main ones that come through um, is dream visitations, okay? And, you know, I have spoken about dream visitations specifically in episode 81 and how to tell the difference between a dream, you know, an actual dream or a dream where you're being visited by a loved one, okay? And I'll put the link to that in the description box attached here as well. But if any of you have ever been visited in your dreams by a loved one, you will know that the peace that that can bring, okay? They can answer a lot of the questions that we've been asking of them. And I've had so many people over the years tell me about their amazing experiences. And one theme that is quite common is that their loved ones will acknowledge to them that they have been heard when talking to asking from or even praying to or for their loved ones in spirit so spirit just acknowledged them you know i heard you ask that or even you know little things like i heard you you know tell me about your new job or you know whatever it might be they acknowledge these things so that's evidence in itself that you know they do hear that your prayers and everything that you say to them that they're heard and they're acted on and they're cherished messages for those in spirit So even without a visit to a medium, spirits have been able to come through, through dreams, to acknowledge that they are listening to you and hearing what you're asking of them. 
Okay. So now that we've discussed some of the evidence um, we have that spirit do hear our prayers, we still have to wonder if there is a right way or a wrong way to pray. Um, now I say pray, but again, I remind you, you might prefer to use the term talk to them or request for, from them or ask them. Whatever you say, just because I'm using the word prayer, it's not about religion. It's about communicating with your loved ones, with your spirit guides, with your angels, you know, whomever you look up to, your ascended masters, if you want to put it that way. But anyway, if we're asking um, if there's a right way to pray, okay, if I had to give a one word answer to that question, the answer would definitely be no. Because spirit don't care if you're washing the dishes or cleaning the toilet, okay, they don't. They're just happy that you are still thinking of them and that you are taking the time to acknowledge that they still hold a special place in your life. One thing that I would say though, and you know, I have mentioned this before, at gratitude okay so we do have a tendency to always ask for things without ever giving our thanks and when whether we're talking about a god our angels or our loved ones this is such an important message for you don't forget to give thanks to them also okay thank them for being there for you thank them for having been part of your life Thank them for always listening when you talk, okay? Um, you know, thank them for the difference that they've made to your life, okay? Gratitude is always important. And, you know, we have the saying that you attract more bees with honey than with vinegar, <laughs> okay? So if you are grateful and if you are welcoming, then you're more likely to get your prayers or your requests answered. And if you're on my social media, you will have seen that I did put up a picture a few days ago. OK, so I am Catholic and I do believe in religion. It's not for everybody, but it just so happened that I was buying any rosary beads for myself last week. And I saw a beautiful purse, a rosary purse. And the purse said on it, if you only pray when you're in trouble, you're in trouble. OK. And that's what I'm getting at here when I'm talking about giving gratitude, okay? Because it's so true. We need to give them thanks, okay? Now, if um, you haven't seen that picture on my social media, I'll pop it in the description box attached here for you as well. You know, I thought it was, it was very clever. And while this particular purse is about religion, we can use that in other ways. And that's what I described it in my social media. When we're talking about asking um, spirit or angels, whatever for stuff, you know, we even if there's a day where we don't want something, we still have to give thanks for what we do have. You know, our life, our health, our sight, our, you know, arms, you know, our family, everything, okay? Now, the biggest part of the questions around prayer is whether or not our prayers are even answered. Okay, okay, we know they hear them, but do they act on them? Do they answer those prayers for us? And I would have to say firstly, okay, that you need to think differently about prayer. It's not always about asking for something or showing gratitude, okay? Prayer is really just a way of showing love, okay? We talk about grief being a different way of showing love for our loved ones that have passed. 
because it's showing our loved ones that we miss them. Well, think the same way about prayer. It's a show of love. You know, we love our loved ones, our people in spirit. You know, even despite the fact that they've passed, we don't stop loving them. We want to show that to them. We want to show them that they're loved. It's the same way as, you know, here in everyday life, we go to someone, hey, are you okay? How are you doing or whatever? It's just a, you know, I'm here for you. And that's what we're doing when we're sending up prayer. Okay, I'm here for you. I hope you're there for me. It's all good at the moment, but you know, let's keep the, the lines of communication open. Okay, the other thing to bear in mind, of course, is that our loved ones themselves, they don't have the power to change our lives. You know, they can send us signs. You know, I've even heard of people being sent money or whatever in response to their prayers. But ultimately, if you're asking for something like help for someone to recover from illness, for example, this needs to go to a power higher than your loved ones. Okay, perhaps the angels or whatever. And, you know, in cases like this, prayers aren't always answered in the way that we hope for or the way that we expect. Okay, so if we take, you know, a life and death thing or an illness thing, uh, just as an example, I'm a firm believer that if it's your time to go, then there's nothing that can stop that. However, we still pray and our prayers are to make the journey easier so that our loved ones don't feel pain, so that they are greeted by their own loved ones when they arrive back to spirit. So effectively, we're showing, you know, the spirit world, you know, I'm sending you someone here. This person is very loved. We want them to be treated with the same respect that we have held for them during their lifetime here on Earth. OK, so it's a show of love. And we're also asking for support for ourselves during this time, you know, support that we can be supported um, while we're trying to help our loved ones through illness. Uh, to support us if, you know, our loved ones leave us and we have to deal with our grief. And we are also acknowledging that we want to be there as support for our loved ones, even after they've crossed over. Okay. So I suppose the easiest way to say this is that when we're praying, we're asking for the intercession of energies higher than ourselves to help us and our loved ones to receive what is best for us and what is in our best interests, okay? So we're asking for their help and their guidance and that in itself is a show of love, okay? So I have an example for you, okay? I don't know much about this example, but I'm gonna try it anyway. So I don't know anything about American football, okay? So to all you Americans, I apologize, but I don't know anything about American football. But I did see a clip on social media. I don't know, was it this year or was it the previous year? But there was a match, okay? It may have been the, the Super Bowl final ma match, but there was a clip of a mother who had two sons playing in the game, but they were on opposing teams. So they're on different teams, okay? And, you know, normally a mother would pray for her son's team to win the match. But in this case, it would be impossible for her prayers to be answered for both of her sons. OK, so when she was praying, you know, she would have had to pray for the best outcome. 
you know, so essentially she was leaving the decisions up to her angels. You know, of course, she would have prayed that both of her sons came out without any injuries. But, you know, either way, she was going to have one son on a winning team and one son on a loser's team. Or we say runners up because I hate the word losers. OK, the runners up team. So what I mean by her leaving this up to her angels, okay? Now, bear in mind that I don't know the backstory to this particular scenario. It was just a clip that I saw. So I don't even know the teams that were involved in this game. But you would expect that in making this decision, you know, things would have been taken into account. You know, the age of the brothers. Will one brother be playing longer than the other and therefore have more chance of reaching another final? Had one of them won the championship before? Did, that, did one of them need a win in order to secure a contract to play for his team going forward? You know, there's a lot of ifs, buts and variables in there that, you know, um, anything, everything, you know, would be taken into account by Spirit in making this decision as to who was going to win. But this is what I mean by praying for the best outcome rather than a specific outcome. Everything needs to happen, you know, for the best spiritual intention or intent. Okay, I hope this makes sense. I feel like I'm making it, you know, overly complicated. Um, here's a, a recent example from my own life. Okay, I have a son who finished college last year. Okay, his name is Donica. And he's currently working and living in Copenhagen in Denmark. So as a mother, my prayers for him when he was moving over there would always be for him to be safe, okay? So last weekend, he went for a night out and he took a tram back to his apartment after he had some drinks with a group of lads, okay? On the tram on his way home, he was pickpocketed and his brand new iPhone 14 that he just got before he went over was taken, okay? So whereas I had prayed for, you know, him being safe over there, his prayer was that he wouldn't lose his new, brand new iPhone, okay? In this case, I feel that my prayers were answered. My prayers, not his prayers. Because, you know, despite the fact that he lost his phone, okay, I know that if he had felt his phone being lifted from his pocket, you know, Donica being Donica would certainly have fought back. And maybe that's just a man thing, I don't know. But I know that he would have fought back. And he could ended up, have ended up being stabbed or even worse, you know, in that incident. So the best result in this instance was for Donica to be safe and well. Okay, thankfully, it wasn't his time to leave this earth or to be hurt. And, but I do believe that someone was looking out for him and keeping him safe. And that was ultimately what I had prayed for. And I would gladly sacrifice the phone for that. OK. Some people will say that when something like this happens, that it was just luck. OK, yes, it was unlucky that he lost his phone, but it's lucky that he was unhurt. So was this just luck, you know, or were my prayers for him being safe, being answered? OK. And I can hear all the mothers out there agreeing with me. I've told him multiple times, get an Uber home, don't take the tram. But there you go. Anyway, he's he's insured. The phone is insured, so it's all good. But I leave you to make your mind up on this for yourselves. OK, do you believe that, you know, these things happen because, you know, of luck or because, you know, somebody sent up a prayer in this particular instance that I sent up a prayer that Donica would be OK? OK, um, 
look, I don't mind. I can only give you my perspective and, you know, how spirits have acknowledged to me in readings that they hear the prayers. They're aware of what you're asking of them. And, you know, just the fact that you keep them in your life and that you make them relevant in your everyday life, that in itself is a gratitude to them. So they're quite happy for that. They might not be able to make all your dreams come true, but, you know, they will definitely do what they can to make this happen for you. So I hope that gives you some insight into prayers and how they are received and answered in the spirit world. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a review or a rating on whichever platform you're listening on. It not only helps my little podcast, but it also helps other people to find my podcast, okay? Or spiritual podcasts in general, of which there aren't too many. Okay, so for now, I'll say goodbye, okay? And I will see you in the next episode. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit.